lives are changed. Uh, three things that we want to have you leave with, and that's help, hope, and encouragement. These people have come from all walks of life to come for help. They've, they've been devastated by death or disease or COVID or whatever. We want to change that. Heartland Hands is committed to strengthening our community by providing food assistance to residents of North Mississippi. Hi, and welcome to this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. Today we have from Heartland Hands Food Pantry, the director, Connie James, and the co-director, Pastor Mike. Welcome to the show, guys. How are y'all doing? Good morning. Such a privilege to be here. Thank you. It's hard to believe that it's that time of year where we have our annual AM640 Super Low Foods Thanksgiving Food Drive. Of course, for us, this thing started back uh, over 25 years ago. Our partnership has been within the last couple of years. Unfortunately, because of COVID, we weren't able to do some time in the studio together. We missed you. We missed you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Have y'all been busy? Oh, Oh, to say the least. Yeah. Um, we never shut down. Never shut down. Never well, did. Well, you can't because you're definitely right. are, are an essential part right. of people's lives. Mm-hmm. As you find that your supply during the heat of the pandemic getting lower or increased or about the same? Well, we weren't hurting by any means. The good news about that, especially where produce was concerned real quickly, Byron, we have one of our many partners, Communities Unlimited, gave us 80,000 pounds of produce during that time that could not be sold by farmers, and instead of turning it over in the fields, they were able to come up with a grant to purchase the farmers, so they saved the produce, saved the farmers, and fed the families of northern Mississippi. Wow. Everybody won in that scenario. I really love that. Again, as I mentioned, this is our annual Thanksgiving food drive, and we partner with Heartland Hands Food Pantry along with Brinkley Heights Food Alliance, uh, an alliance of about seven different churches in the inner city of Memphis. And together with our listeners, you, friend, listening right now to us, making those canned and non-perishable food donations to any of the area Super Low Food locations. Randy Steverson and his team at Super Low have been fantastic having drop-off points because in the early days when we first started this thing, our office was the drop-off point. So we were collecting food in a big room. Yeah, (laughs) it was crazy, you know. Over the years, uh, we're so thankful for this partnership with Super Low and their many locations, and they keep adding locations, which makes it convenient for our listeners. So we've got these displays. And this year, they're very colorful. They are orange and Ooh, purple. There's can't our, miss that. <laughs> this is our 2021 poster for the food drive. But you'll see this in the Super Low Food locations. All those stores, there's a bin with that poster attached to it. You can get your canned and non-perishable food items and drop them in. Matter of fact, some of the Super Low locations are pre-packaging food for you. Wow. So they oh, have these great. sacks for $10. So you give them $10, you take a bag that's already full with cans and, and non-perishables, yeah. drop it in the bin. So very good. that makes it very convenient. Convenient for us, for sure. Yeah, it makes it really right. convenient. So our partnership happened, what, about, is this the third year? I'm trying to think. It, now. This is the third this year, is the but third we were year. unable to meet last year, as you yeah, said. Yeah, couldn't meet last year. Yeah. But we heard about you guys and learned what you were doing, not only in North Mississippi, in our neck of the woods, but really across the entire state. That's correct. All the way to the coast, That's right. Pastor Mike. Amen. It's pretty amazing. The opportunities that we have have just grown exponentially. As the Lord gives, we allow others to receive (laughs) all over Mississippi. So we have really partners uh, as well as 
we have about 30 pantries all across Mississippi that we partner with regularly, and we provide their food needs for their communities as well. So out of the overflow that Heartland Hands receives sometimes, we are able to do that. So we're always needing more, though. There's never enough. It's almost like a, a teenager. <laughs> you, know, you can never get them quite full. So uh, we do our best to distribute that as evenly and equitably as we can to our other ministries throughout Mississippi. So we have a tag team in Jackson and a tag team in Hattiesburg. As a matter of fact, we sent them 40,000 pounds of food to Hattiesburg via their truck. So they'll rent a tractor trailer and bring it up, and we'll load them up, head them out back to their communities. We do that often. We've had the, of course, hurricanes that have hit the coast, the most recent. Correct. And I know that's devastated and probably has closed some food pantries or made it tough for those in existence. Right. And And several of our churches, several of our local churches have taken donations down. And when they do that, they'll call us and say, do you have extra water or do you have anything that, you know, cleaning supplies are a big deal. So hygiene items are a major uh, need that we have right now because so many of those we have taken and distributed to the coast because they need it so desperately down there. We try not to deplete our own supply for our own clients, but sometimes the need is so great someplace else that we need to send it there. There was a time when Clorox was worth more than gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. During, you couldn't find it. Right. right. You we guys had have some. You had we some. were able to send it to Louisiana oh, via the other churches that took it right. down there. So I'm telling you, they said when they showed up with Clorox, it was <laughs> they could have had Mercedes Benz in one lot and Clorox in the other, and the Mercedes would still be sitting there. <laughs> you know, what's really wonderful about Heartland Hands is how you operate. Your administrative costs are less than a half of 1% as you're staffed by – Volunteers, exclusively by volunteers. Yes. Got about 50 volunteers right now. And you've donated well over 10,000 hours. And these stats are from 2016, from January to July of 2016. I'm sure those hours and the time invested is even bigger. Oh, yes. Much more. Absolutely. Especially recently because we just moved. Congratulations moved. on your move. Yes, oh, thank you. Have, you. You have a, a home now. It's yes, fifteen for the first years time. in the making. <laughs> for the first time, we have a forever home, so that's exciting. But since September the first, our volunteers have worked ten and twelve hour days, six and sometimes seven days a week <laughs> since September. So uh, while other people are having trouble getting people to work, our volunteers are coming to work every day, and they're doing everything from mopping floors to painting walls to putting up shelves to decorating we yeah that's yeah important. this is important that we're pretty at the <laughs> yes. same time yeah. mike wants to make sure we function i want to make sure it's pretty while we do it we have volunteers that are decorators we and we use them all wow. uh, all the volunteers whatever god sends to us he sends to us and expects us to use it whether it's food or whether yes. it's product or whether it's volunteers but isn't and, that expressive connie of just the beauty of our god we you love know, it. How he provides the unique ways. I know he provides you guys experience yeah. getting truckloads of produce that can't be used other places. Exactly. And you're finding a home for that, whether it be pumpkins or gourds. or That's right. right. Our running joke about our volunteers is kind of funny where a lot of them are in between jobs and all. And they're very good at what they do. They have, again, our secret is the heart. They have a heart for what for Heartland Hands, and that's the secret. We don't motivate them. They're self-motivated when they get there because they want to serve their community in ways that they couldn't on their own. But our running joke is some of them are looking for jobs, and Connie and I always 
encourage them to use us as their source. You know, if they're looking at a company, because they call us, you don't want to hire them. <laughs> because we don't want to lose them. You don't want to lose your mind. But what you said a while ago, it's amazing, because we have sit across the table with a major player who's saying, uh, we just, you know, I got a job, and I'm starting next Monday. And Connie and I are looking at each other like, wow. So we say, Lord, you know what we need? That's, that's a key. Yes. I mean, everybody has a key role, this particular role. And then somebody will walk in right. <laughs> literally in a day or so and say, hey, I just really would like to volunteer, and here's my specialty. Exactly what we need. It is uncanny, and it's happened over and over again, Byron. It is the most amazing display of God's faithfulness. Well, there's this network that you guys are involved with. There's like yes. 30 food 30 pantries. pantries. There's 30 agencies. 30 agencies. Yes. I don't know how you keep up with all this. I mean, knowing where the needs are, that there's a food kitchen. Do you assume I, that we keep up with it? <laughs> well, well, I don't. Something's happening, no, you know. But we, we, we have a system. You've got 200 that are being fed daily in That's one correct. part. You've got, you know, there's all different needs that you're exactly. trying to meet. And it's important that we have some idea what the other pantries are doing or what the other mm-hmm. agencies are doing. So this is a very important part of what we do is to know that Project Package has packages that they send out to our troops, but they're very limited. So the space to send it out is very limited space. But the things that they have that they need, if we've got it, we're going to help provide that. So they may want wipes, baby wipes, which is weird. You would think baby wipes for the troops, but Afghanistan, they need baby wipes. So uh, if we've got that, we're going to save it for them. Uh, They like candy, but chocolate's not going to work. So we're going to have to know where the chocolate's going to work versus where we're going to do hard candy. That's important that we know all these things about the agencies. One of my favorites is the House of Grace, a domestic violence shelter. We need to know how many women and children are there. But men's products would not be effective there. They don't have any need for that. So while Project Package might need men's supplies, the House of Grace is going to need women and children's supplies. Yeah. Uh, they're going to need major amounts of laundry detergent. And that's because every time a woman moves in and out, every time a child moves in and out, that's everything right. has to be stripped and cleaned. Cleaning supplies is a major need for us because we can distribute that to places like the House of Grace and laundry detergent, a really, really big deal. Not only do we give one to our clients, so we'll provide one bottle of laundry detergent to our clients, but then we may provide five to the House of Grace because their need is so much greater than that. But knowing all of this is part of it. The secret to success, Byron, is in any relationship is communication. So we're constantly on the phone with leaders of these other ministries seeking out their needs, and they'll, they'll call me when they need something. And so it's just a matter of scheduling. I have a list that I go by. A lot of sticky notes. And a calendar. It is. <laughs> Literally, I print out a free printable calendar every month and just fill in the blanks on what ministry's coming on what day, and we make sure that all the spots are filled. So I have several spots available two times a week, and I just make sure that and if I haven't heard from them lately, I'll call them and say, hey, how are you guys doing on food or what are your greatest needs right, right now? And then we are able. So we have some really good managers in places in our warehouse, both dry storage and in our refrigerated areas that keep inventory. Right. So when I get a call, I'll say, hey, you know, the Clarksdale needs this or Corinth needs this or Walnut needs this. And they will almost fill the order. I mean, it's kind of like a warehouse, if you will, kind of thing. We don't ship anything. We're a hub where people, you know, where the pantries can come. But these are approved pantries. These are 
dedicated, same-minded, like-minded. We, we've we checked them out. We've background checked them. They do what they say they're going to do. So we won't, yeah. Yeah. we won't invest in any ministry that's shady or shaky or right. not doing what the Lord has. I just can't imagine with all the needs you're trying to meet for 30 different agencies, 30 different pantries, getting the calls you do from distributors who are trying to unload produce or other products that you're welcome, you, you want to use. Absolutely. Uh, and it, it made me think of Moses, you know, That's with right. all the needs and people were coming to him. I've got this problem, you know, solve this problem. And he was just so overwhelmed. Do you get overwhelmed? Do you get weary in the work? Well, we have 70 elders. <laughs> 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 we, like Moses did, choose 70 elders to differentiate that. But we have a lot of good – Connie and I are just a small part of this. We have – our volunteers are, are second to none. The other ministries are jealous of us because we have the best of the best of the best. Heartland Hands is a five-star everything wow. because of our volunteers, Byron. So that's how we're able to get it done. We have good people in We do. An interesting thing and something that I think maybe your listeners could help us with in this area, of course, we're a distribution hub. We're a warehouse. You know, every other corner has warehouses on it. In every one of those warehouses, there's product. That's product that did not sell. It's product that the top box got broken. So the whole pallet is sitting there waiting for something. There is a product that is blue and the new color is pink. So that blue product is still sitting in that warehouse. We want to encourage these warehouse managers to donate, not to throw it away, but to donate it. And we get weird donations Mm -hmm. But if we can't take it, we know who can. If we can't distribute it, somebody can. And we want to interrupt the waste that is being accumulated in our nation. We're just a small part of this that we've been very successful in doing that. And we want these warehouse managers or these truckers that do have the tomatoes, rather than sending them back to Michigan, donate them. Donate them locally, if not to us, to someone who can use it. We really feel very strongly about that. We think we're doing just exactly what Jesus would do if he were here. Because when he fed the 5,000, he sent his 12 disciples around. Now, mind you, he could have turned around and three hours later, when it was dinner time, he could have broken more fish and loaves and done it all over again. But instead, what he did was he sent his 12 disciples around and he told them, I want you to collect everything that's left over because I don't want there to be any waste. And that was just so impactful to me. If Jesus on earth that could have brought manna down from heaven at any moment that he wanted to, there was no need that he couldn't meet. He selected to send the disciples around to collect what was left over so that there would be no waste. We don't give away garbage. We don't do that. But we have product that other people are not able to sell at the maximum price because there is something there. There, Like I said, there is a box on the top that got crushed. They had Cheerios in that pallet, and nobody wanted the pallet. So we don't mind that. That's what we use a lot. We've got a place for everything. So, again, if we don't use it at our facility, we have 60 other places (laughs) that would would love love to have it. And so that's part of the relationship that we have with other pantries and other opportunities out there in other places. Let's remind our listening friends right now that we have Connie James and Pastor Mike from 
from the Heartland Hands Food Pantry, located at 1621 Goodman Road West in Horn Lake, Mississippi. We'll be talking more about this brand new facility, but here talking about our annual AM640 Super Low Foods Thanksgiving food drive that's well underway through November 15th. You can drop off canned and non-perishable food items at any of the area Super Low Food locations. There is a plethora of them in the Memphis area, Spotswood, Winchester, Quince, Perkins, Covington Pike, Lamar, and North Watkins. But for our friends living in North Mississippi, we want you to go by Super Low Foods on Goodman Road, 945 Goodman Road in South Haven, Mississippi. All the food collected at this location will be donated, given to Heartland Hands Food Pantry. We encourage you to please make those donations. It is a big help. I know you guys deal with major food supplies. you got warehouses full. So you would wonder, is the amount that we're doing for our food drive, is it really helpful? Everything is helpful. Every can, every box, every... We have private donations uh, consistently coming in from people that are cleaning out their pantries or, hey, we just want to donate this or that. And whereas you might think, but I mean, Jesus had five loaves and two fishes because that's all they had to offer. And that's what I tell people when they bring, well, it's only two cans of soup, but y'all are doing 20,000 people. That's okay. The Lord's going to use that to multiply that exponentially. And that's the the mystery of his kingdom, how he provides from nothing to make everything possible. In addition to meeting those practical needs, the products we talked about, the food that you're meeting, Pastor Mike, the spiritual side of people's life is very important to Heartland Hands. We have dedication time every morning. We worship before we kind of get started every morning. So we dedicate that time to the Lord because that's where our help comes from. We don't look to other people per se. We look to the Lord and then the Lord sends us people to do the work, but we look to him primarily. So we have a devotion time every morning for our staff and volunteers. Lives are changed. Uh, Three things that we want to have you leave with, and that's help, hope, and encouragement. These people have come from all walks of life to come for help. They've, They've been devastated by death or disease or COVID or whatever. We want to change that. Our men, which mostly men that load the groceries in the car, pray with our people before they leave. We seek out those that are spiritually misled and we try to uh, lead them back in the right direction. We pray with them. Along with that, we have a resource directory that's as thick as the yellow pages. (laughs) And so we will offer that person further help. Now, we don't do that, but again, we're linked with multiple other agencies that can give them, whether it's homelessness or alcoholism or abuse or whatever, we can provide them with information. And the food pantry is really just one arm of Heartland yes. Hands. Connie, you guys are involved with other ministries, too. Well, we love our other nonprofits. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, I'm just a nonprofit person. I just adore them. So to be able to reach out to other nonprofits and to help them. So many of them have residents that are living there, and they need food. Well, if we can provide them with $1,500 worth of food that month, they can take that $1,500 and do whatever they do better. Yeah. So, again, the House yeah. of Grace, okay. they can hire more counselors. Or we've got several drug rehab facilities that we work with, several. And they can have another bedroom or they can take in three more men in their ministry because they're not having to buy food because we're able to provide that food for them. Yes. That we'd love. Another scenario, another interesting thing that we do is we try to reach out to churches because to have a food pantry is very, very expensive. You have a lot of money that's involved. You have to find uh, real estate. You have to find volunteers. And then you have to get the food. So if we can provide all of that to a local church, 
then they don't have to do that. So if someone walks in off the street to your local church and they need help, that church can say, my food pantry is right down the street on Goodman Road. And with that, what we would hope is that the churches would reach out and say, you know, this is worth $100 a month to us or something. And then that will help us because then that way we can purchase what we need if we don't get those donations in. And you still have like bills to pay you oh, have, you have some, you have some <laughs> and you have some operational costs that you have yes. to take care of in our new building we've never had to do that before so we've always lived behind a church or lived in a warehouse that someone else provided um but the the good side of that was that they usually provided the light, gas, and water as well. Right. So now that we have our new home, we've got right. bills to pay. Yeah. So reality has set in. So what yes. is the biggest needs right now for Heartland Hands Food Pantry? Well, again, as Connie was stating, we've never had a financial need before. Now, again, we're all volunteers, all of us, so there is no salary being paid to anybody. But we do now have expenses like light, gas, and water and insurance and things like that. We've never really asked for monetary donations before, but I think we're at the point now where we need to think about that (laughs) because although the Lord has provided and he always will, those checks would be greatly appreciated to help us maintain. Now, thankfully to some very generous donors, we own the building. We own our Forever Home building. There are three major players that allowed us through the Lord's intervention to, to own the building, but now we're faced with insurance and you know, yeah. and like gas and water and things like that, uh, we will now be um, encouraging. <laughs> but we don't advertise. We're not begging sure. anybody for anything. And I don't ask people for money. I said, if this is something the Lord leads you to do, by all means. But I'm not going to beg you for anything. The Lord doesn't need people to beg him for anything. He can wow. provide. I just pray that the Lord opens people's hearts yes. to participate in what we do because we're a vital vital ministry to this community. Without Heartland Hands, the community would not be as great as it is. Our goal is to make the Lord's name greater than it already is, Byron, and we do that every day through what we do. We are so grateful, and again, God is so good. In January, we knew that we had to find another place to live. We started looking. Well, Mike and I had been looking for a while, and there was no place available. And we knew about the Salvation Army building on Goodman Road, but nobody could afford it. And they wanted, I think, a million and a half. Five million. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, like, we don't have any money and we don't work with money and people don't typically donate to us. We had some donors and some churches that have financially supported us, but nothing to that degree. So we were faced with closing. That's right. So Mike and I got together and we knew how we were going to have to do that. We're a nonprofit. We're a 501c3. So we knew how we had to get rid of our freezers, who needed our right. vans. We were ready to disband. <laughs> uh, because there was no way. Uh, we couldn't keep doing it. There, there was no way we could do and that. we had a deadline to be out. We did. So Trip Tresvent with Tresvent Enterprises uh, bought the building that we were in. And initially, he felt like that we needed to go. But when he started realizing what we were doing, he said, okay, I'm going to use the front part of the building. I'm going to start renovating for my purposes. But y'all can start 
stay in the back. And while you look, you can just stay in the back. So that was just a godsend. Had he not done that, we would we would have closed our doors in February. But at that point, uh, Maddox Foundation heard about what we were doing, and they put up a $750,000 match. So if we came up with $750,000 matching money, they would match that. Well, again, I was like a deer in headlights, like, where am I going to get seven hundred? Yeah, where am I going to get $750,000? But that was a challenge. People heard about that challenge. And Homer Skelton's charitable foundation with Kathy Skelton and Dot Mackey and Michelle, they stepped up and they said, wow, what y'all do is important. Right. We can't lose it. Uh, BMP Enterprises, Bruce Pruitt, Bruce and Suzanne, Linda and Cal Wilkins mm-hmm. stepped up, and and then Tripp said, "I'll help. I'll help you find the building. I'll negotiate the price for you, and I'll donate my commission and act as our real estate agent." Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. he was our real estate. So the landlord that we thought was kicking us out instead kept us. And became our real estate agent, negotiated the price, and then Homer Skelton. I'm talking they paid the entire amount. We paid cash for that building. Beautiful. At at closing, signed the papers, owning it. September 20th, we closed and paid cash for that building. What a story. We've had to spend, uh, (laughs) we're at about $170,000, $180,000 in renovations. renovations, Get it up to par. Still needs more to come. (laughs) Wow, guys. And and we want our friends to know about you. We want them to know that you're located at 1621 Goodman West uh, Road in Horn Lake, Mississippi. Stop by. See the facility. Maybe you have know a family or you are a family that is in need of a food basket. You can come by and learn about how to participate in receiving one of those. Again, Heartland Hands Food Pantry, Connie James, Pastor Mike. This has been great. Thank you. Thank you so much for allowing us to help get the word out about the great things God is doing with the ministry of Heartland Hands Food Pantry. Thanks for being one of our sponsors for the food drive. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Byron, and thank you, Bot Radio Network, for having us today. We're greatly privileged to be here. Well, friends, don't forget now, the food drive is well underway through November 15th. Bring those non-perishable food items, canned food items, to the Super Low Food location in South Haven, Mississippi. Randy Steverson and the folks at Super Low are doing a great job. We appreciate them, but make those donations, and you can bring those donations to the Memphis locations, Spotswood, Winchester, Quince, Perkins, Covington Pike, Lamar, North Watkins, they all go to the Brinkley Heights Food Alliance, uh, an association of about seven churches in the inner city of Memphis working to meet the needs of families for Thanksgiving and beyond. Appreciate you guys, too, for being by. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Byron. God bless Thank you all. Well, friends, we're going to say goodbye on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Terry Brimhall with Brim Snack Foods. As we approach Thanksgiving, there's so much to thank God for. Most of us eat at least three meals a day of whatever we want to eat. However, almost 20% of people living in the Mid-South don't always have enough food to meet their basic needs. That's why Brim's is a proud sponsor of the annual Super Low Foods and AM640 Food Drive. Please do your part by donating canned and non-perishable food items to any Super Low Foods locations now through November 15th. No one should ever go hungry. Together, let's love our neighbor.